This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the Cowboys Podcast. Dallas Cowboys trying to rally from behind. It's Hill! Touchdown! Big opening for Tony Dorsett. Look out! He's got great speed. Dorsett down the sideline. Stays inbound. Can you believe that? That was a heck of a throw by Troy Aikman. Everyone had to do it. Someone had to call it. But the other guys had to make it go. It's Elliott. Elliott! For the touchdown, no flags, Cowboys lead. Des Bryant out of the witness protection program and, and trying for the end zone. How about them Cowboys? Touchdown, Dallas. Now your host, Jono, Steve-O, and Rodney. What the, the Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? Welcome, welcome back. Cowboy fans to another great show here at Cowboys Podcast. Dot com And uh, unfortunately, I am solo today because we've got Steve-O and Rodney. They had business to take care of. And I told them, you know what, boys? If you got to do that, you got to roll. You got to roll. There's, no, there's nothing you could do here. So uh, they're out. They're making things happen. Uh, uh, Steve-O may be bringing some advertisement our way. So, uh, hey, off you go. Uh, I got the show. I got the show, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about our Cowboys. A uh, lot of talk here. A lot of talk uh, of what's happening uh, in our camp. And uh, I got to tell you, I think I'm one of them, too, that has started almost a uh, uh, civil war out there with, uh, you know, I'm just not a big fan of them. I, I, just, I, I just don't – I'm not sold on them. I hope to God I'm wrong. Dak Prescott. I just uh, see a lot of lot of weaknesses that uh, you know. Last year it started, and I think it's just been developing. And then you got people saying, "Well, give him a chance. It's his third year. Give him a chance. He's still young." I mean, every little thing I'm hearing is like, "Hey, come on! What next year? Oh, it's his fourth year. Oh, it's his fifth year. Come on! I mean, how long? How long are we gonna put up with this?" Any case, we're t- taking on the Giants this Sunday night, and uh, by the way, we'll see if we can get the guys in the studio. I'll, I got to talk to them about that. Maybe we could get our producer, one of our producers, in here, and maybe we could uh, do one of our Sunday games FaceTime. I know you guys enjoy that. We'll just see how things are going, and uh, we'll see if we get that up and running. I'll find out uh, on that tomorrow, maybe. Yeah. I'll find out on that tomorrow, and uh, I'll see if the guys want to do it. I, I have a great time, and you guys have a great time too. I mean, it's like a little cowboy family kicking back, watching game together. So, in any case, we have that. I gotta, I gotta give a little shout out to the people in Carolina right now. They're going through a hurricane. I got Amy Smith down there, and she's a big time uh, cowboy fan, and she loves our show and. Uh, Hey, you know what? For all you Amy Smiths out there, stay safe, and uh, we love you guys down there. And uh, you know, I, it's a you know, it's one of these things that we have no control. It's Mother Nature, and we just got to dig in and uh, make things happen. So, uh, God bless you guys down there. Stay healthy, stay safe, and uh, we'll we'll definitely do what we can to make it right for you guys down there as well. All right. 
Um, we're going to have Travis. Uh, Travis is going to be on our show in about 10 minutes, and uh, I'd like to get his perspective. I, I, I'd like to know, am I, am I the one that's going crazy here? I mean, I, I'm, I may be taking this way too overboard, and I'd like to know that. I'd like to have someone settle me down. But our interns out there, they're like, hey, you know what? Uh, things can change. I don't know. I'm seeing a bad trend here. I'm seeing good protection. I'm not seeing anything uh, coming out of DAC that's positive. I don't know. That's just me. Our defense, uh, our linebackers got to get, yeah, you know, they got to get their shit together. Bottom line, uh, I wasn't too happy with Sean Lee. I mean, he's a commander-in-chief back there. And, uh and I didn't like it. I didn't like his play at all. That's, uh, you got kind of sloppy there, Sean. You really did. A lot of arm tackling. You got Cam. But in general, though, in general, I really loved our defensive play last week against Carolina. But you got you to gotta admit, man, Cam Newton, when he's, uh, when he's in that pocket and things start to break down, look what he does. He gets like... Six, seven, eight yards, ten yards. I mean, the guy makes it happen. That's why he's Superman, all right? But we could have beaten Superman. We had the kryptonite. We had everything together. Even when we played lousy, they only beat us by eight points. We were in that game, and we were crappy. I don't know. That's just something to consider here. Uh, Let's see here. I, you know, here's another thing, too. What's all this talk about? Getting rid of Garrett. I mean, what what can Garrett do? You bring in a big-time coach. You think a big-time coach is going to put up with Jerry's stuff? No, there's no way a big-time coach will tolerate that. I mean, the, let's face it. It's Jerry's team. He's the GM, and he's the coach. All right, bottom line, there's nothing wrong with Garrett. I mean, Garrett's doing what he, Garrett's supposed to be doing on the sideline. I know clapping a little bit there and uh I don't know I I just think that you guys are just uh got this thing with Garrett and it's it's uh, him and we got Linehan and uh you know I I just don't think it's these guys' fault really I don't I, I I really think that uh it's what we have out there it's our product it's what we know what we're going to do with and uh the product's not working out the guy can't throw over 20 yards Last week, he did not throw one pass. Not one play was over 20 yards. I mean, that's, come on. Uh, that's something to really think about right there. You got to keep the defense honest. You got to, you make one big play, guess what? You get a half a step back from the defense. And that's big. That really helps out Zeke. All right? That's what I'm saying. That's that's all I'm saying there. That That is the type of chemistry we need out there to get the winning job done. All right, and uh, hey, and all you people out there, I, you know, c keep that BS to yourself. I mean, honest to God, saying, well, if you're not for us uh, when we win, when you lose, forget all that, dude. I, You know what? I'm a Cowboy fan, and you know what? I'd like to see another Super Bowl. All right, so don't tell me if you, you're with us when we lose, you're with us, when, don't come back if we're winner. Come on, enough with that crap. Because you know what? We want to win, and we got a strong conviction. That was a Carolina team that should have been beat. All right, bottom line is that. All right, so uh, everyone that's out there saying, uh, 
yeah, you know, I'm a true cowboy. We're all true cowboy fans. We're getting tired of people saying, well, you, you're not supposed to be bitching. Bullshit. We're, I'm supposed to be bitching. I, it's my team out there, and I don't like sitting on the couch and hearing it from someone else on uh, Facebook or anything like that saying that they're a better team. I, you know what? That's my team. Those are my boys. All right? When we come out on the field, there's some stigma about the Dallas Cowboys. We are America's team. Like soccer, you have, I don't know if they are anymore, but Arsenal. When Arsenal comes out on the field, it's Arsenal, man. When the Yankees come out on the field in baseball, they're the New York Yankees. That's what it's all about. I mean, there's a stigma about these organizations. That There's something that they pack the hotel lobby to see these guys. And you're going to lose this if you keep on playing mediocrity. Mediocrity is... It just brings everything down. We lost it in the late 80s. And our boys Aikman, Irvin, and Emmett, Norton, uh, Haley, Dion, these guys all brought it back. Woodson, we had that mystique again, but then we've lost it. We've lost it again, and now you're hearing everyone talk. They're rumbling, and they're, they're saying that, hey, you're nothing anymore. There's a Philadelphia team out there that's making us look bad. I want that stature on us again. I want to be that. The Philadelphia doesn't deserve that. We've always stood above Philadelphia, and the Philadelphia knows that. They won one Super Bowl, and now they're they're reigning NFC, not just the East, but maybe the whole damn division now. We got we to gotta come back. We got to come back. And you know what? I can't give. I read today. Some guy said, well, you know what? Uh, well, let's give uh, Dak five games. Okay, if we're 0-5, we're out. We're out, okay? I'm just saying, even if we're 3 and or 2-3, and three, we're out. Best scenario on that is 4-1 and one or 3-2 and two to keep us alive in it. I don't know if we can do that. I don't, I don't know. I'm not seeing anything. It was stalemate offense is what I've seen in Carolina. It reminded me of uh, maybe in the late 90s when we had uh, a guy named Quincy Carter. You guys remember Quincy Carter? Not a fun offense to watch here, folks. And I don't want to go through that again. This isn't a black-white thing either, all right? I, I heard some guy say, say something about if this was a white quarterback or something. I forget that bullshit either. I'm not playing that because I was all over that a couple years ago, and I was – you know, I didn't say, oh, he's a black quarterback or he's a white quarterback. I don't care. He's representing the Dallas Cowboys, and he's our quarterback. That's all I care about, okay? So let's let's not start that BS either. Anyway, that's what we got. We're taking on the Giants. I think I'm going to call uh, our man right now. Can we get him on right now? Travis, Travis Johnson, are you on there? I'm on here, brother. What's going on? Travis, talk to me, babe. Talk to me. What's about what's been going on with you, first off? Well, not too much, man. Just, you know, day to day, getting ready for this season. That's that's pretty much this all all that's been on my mind since the last time we spoke in April, man. Just trying to get ready for this season and not at all impressed or happy with what I saw on Sunday. You know, Travis, you just hit it, man, because uh you know what? Our first game, I get pumped up. The whole week I've been I mean, maybe the, not the first couple of days, but when you're around Thursday and Friday, you start focusing on the Cowboys a little bit more. And right. I mean, it was an afternoon game. We're all pumped up, and 
we're sitting there, we're getting ready to watch our team, and that did not look like our Dallas Cowboys, man. Not in the least bit. It's definitely, definitely not what they, you know, promised us in training camp. All the wrinkles and curls that they promised us, you know, that we were going to see, we were going to see something different. You know, it was far from far from anything that I could imagine, you know, for, for opening weekend. It felt like from the first couple of plays that it was just going to be a long day and it just seemed to get worse and worse as it went on. Travis, let me ask you this. Whenever you're watching a Cowboy game, and I think a lot of Cowboy fans out there can identify with this, every time you see the offense come out, I mean, you're expecting something, something Something. great to happen, something to generate the team. It just looked like it was, like, so empty. It was empty. There was nothing there. It was inept. It was no execution. You know, I I can't find words that can really describe, you know, what was going on because it seemed like not only were they unconfident, and unprepared, it seemed like nobody was there. I don't, I don't know what was going on. Everybody was going through the motions. I didn't see any urgency. And, you know, the one thing that I kept saying to you in April after we uh, spoke after the dad's release and wouldn't retire was the Cowboys better be right about the moves they're making, you know, going forward and how this team is going to look. And right now there there is no identity. You know, there is nothing to say that could give any hope based on what you saw on Sunday. You remember the whole thing, and it was last year with uh, with Dez, and everyone Absolutely. had uh, Dez on the, on a Salem witch trial type of basis to where this is the man, this is the man that's bringing our offense down. He's the reason. Yes. He's the and reason. He's the one that we burnt at the stake and said, now our problems are over with. Well, no, our problems aren't over with because now yeah, see, I feel like we, we don't have an we don't have an offensive leader now. You don't have you don't have a threat when you look at the amount of times that uh, the Panthers lined up with seven or eight men in the box on Sunday. On at least you know twenty five percent of those plays, if you got Des Bryant to the left or the right or in the slot, he's going to demand a double team. And the guys that are out there now. No one fears them, not not Terrence Williams, not Beasley, you know, not Swain, not Thompson, not Gallup, not Hearns. None of these guys do they not Tavon Austin. They don't fear these guys enough for the offense to work. And if if offense and run first is gonna be our team's motto, our team credo, you're definitely not gonna get anywhere giving the best running back in the game the ball fifteen times. That should have been his number of carries for the first half. You know, if we're really going to get something going there, Zeke couldn't get anything going. Uh, No lanes were open, but, you know, that's what happens when you sit guys for the preseason and you tell them to go out there and now I want you to win a game on the road in a hostile environment against a team that was in the Super Bowl. And another thing on that, to follow up on that, you started the whole thing off with double coverage. It doesn't even have to be double coverage, but you'll always see – the safety creeping that way more. Every time. A little bit extra love goes to Des' area than the other side. It doesn't even have Absolutely. to be double double team, but that extra two steps, three steps over there helps out big time. Now you Definitely get, make the difference. Right. Now you got everyone in the box. Poor Zeke. I mean, 
I know he was saying, hey, you know what? They could only have 11 guys out on the field for me anyway. I mean, right. okay. But guess what? It's not It's not working out, Zeke. They got the 11 up there because there's no passing game. Dak has went downhill. The stock's plummeted on him. I don't know what's going on with him. If you're getting three seconds, three seconds, I think they had it like 2.8 to 3.1 second. His offensive line did an okay job. I'm not saying they, they did, did a great job, but they did an okay job. You give that type of uh, protection to uh, any big-time quarterback, they're supposed to get the job done. Absolutely. Absolutely. Carolina said, Dak, you're going to have to beat us. Beat us through the air. We're not going to allow Zeke to get started. You got a bunch of new receivers out here. We want to see exactly what you're going to do. And he looked like a fourth-round pick who was unsure of himself. The scouting report said the accuracy wasn't there. So that wasn't a concern on Sunday as much as trying to deliver. There was nothing that could get there. I wasn't too... um, I wasn't too hard on Connor Williams in his first start. He's going against a great uh, defensive player. And like you said, the offensive line, they did their job as best as they could. But when you get out there and you cannot execute, you do not look like you're in control of the offense, it makes you start to question a lot of things. No, No one can go back, but it makes you question a lot of things the way that they've transpired and come to fruition now as to are we going to be our own worst enemy in this process. And the only way to change that, winning, winning solves everything. So they have to try to get back on board very quickly. But if they continue to go in this direction, it's going to be kind of, you know, kind of a mystery on how things are going to end up. Do you think that in our preseason, I know we're not supposed to care about preseason, but we did not play preseason. Our guys did not play preseason. We had a lot of offensive holds coming out of veteran right. players. We had uh, – our running back that looked a little bit rusty, but I, you know what? To be all fair, there, I think Zeke, if he if he gets an opening, Zeke would have busted it out anyway. So I'm not going to put too much emphasis on Zeke on that one. But right. it just seemed like they were just rusty. They did not look like they wanted to get this ball rolling. There was not like when I started to show off here, we did not have one play that went for 20 yards and over. Not one not play. One. I mean that not that play. is not cowboy football. Cowboy football, you've seen us air it out. Even the back in the Preston Pearson, Drew Pearson days, to Bush Johnson, to uh, all these guys, uh, and then we had the '90s with the Tony, not the Tony Hills, but the Alvin Harpers, the Michael Irvin. I mean, you've always Drake. seen that. You've always seen that, and we did not have. He couldn't even get the ball to us without a, the ball bouncing. Every time he looked up, somebody was in his face. But in, in a lot of those situations, he actually ran towards the Thank pressure. You. you know, he had he had Thank the happy you. feet. I didn't understand what was going on. I'm like, you're, you're in the clear. You got a clean pocket. Why are you moving? Step Stand up into still, the ball. Oh, you're release so right. the ball. Throw your receiver open. Two two plays, not not the missed touchdown to swing, but two plays that I saw that I thought could have built this confidence was first Gallup coming across the middle where he threw the ball behind him. He had nothing but green in front of him. That would have boosted mm. both of their confidence for the day. And then I saw another play, which unfortunately ended the game, was Beasley coming across the middle. And it's like you're not you're not reading and reacting. 
You know what I mean? You're just not making it happen. I just felt Your like delivery is late. too much. Yeah. Right. The delivery's late. And now you're thinking about it and trying to make something happen. We see the pressure's on because of the pressure that the Cowboys set in the off season. Everything from the Dez issue to making it seem like it would be Oh, that, that that it would be so simple for them to just recover from everything. We're just going to get a guy, we're going to plug him in here, we're going to make this happen, and everything's going to continue on. With that being said, other teams are looking at us and saying, okay, we're going to make Prescott beat us. We don't think he can do it. We know he can manage a game, but can he win a game? Like you said, with the big-name quarterback, the time that he was given on Sunday, plays would have been made. And the plays that were made on made for us on the one drive that we had – that's when things start getting together. You start seeing the pulling blocks from Martin, Joe Looney getting to the edge, and Zeke being able to do his thing. But as far as what they've put in front of us to replace Dez, you look at other teams who have no-name guys. They're no-name guys, but they make plays. Our guys were the no-name guys for other teams that didn't make plays. And now we're expecting them to basically make a miracle happen around everything that's proceeding. And the only one that you can possibly depend on right now is maybe Cole Beasley. How much emphasis do you put on uh, the coaching staff? Myself, I'll go first, and then I'll I'll see what you got to say about it. I mean, it is what we have. They know what Dak does. They're trying to play up to what Dak's capabilities are. And that's why you're seeing these four, five-yard pass outs and all this. I mean, they're not. It, it, it if it was a aroma back there, you got a different, you got a different blue book to it, you know. But you got a Prescott back there that they're not sure if he can throw the ball. Now you're seeing Cowboy Nation out there on all different sites. Get rid of the coaches. Get rid of the coaches. I don't know if it's my coach's fault. What what can I expect if they're trying to if you got a if you got a I don't know, if you got a Mustang, you know, you you race the Mustang to what the Mustang can race like. You know, you you're not going to try to uh try to outrun a Ferrari or something like that. It's just, I I don't know. You you know what I'm saying on that? I know exactly what you're saying. And 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 I'm not going to put too much emphasis on the coaching staff either because if if they're drawing up the plays, they're trying to make everything Dak friendly, then he right. still has to execute. Now, if they're out there and they're not able to, you know, if he's executing the plays and nothing's happening, then you look at the coaches and the scheme. But right now, they're it's not even a fair opportunity to evaluate them based on what he's done, which is be nonproductive. He had a, a pretty low passing game, uh, basically about 170 yards. Uh, the attempts that he were made, like I said, I couldn't figure out what the plan was, what he was trying to do. And after the first few series, it didn't seem like it was any urgency there to make anything happen. So I don't think you can overreact at this time and just automatically knee-jerk and go to the coaching staff. Right, right. And if you do go to the coaching staff, you got to understand one thing. This is Jerry's team, folks. This is Jerry's team. He's got the coach there that he feels does fit with Jerry's world. I mean, you brought in you brought in Jimmy Johnson, you brought in uh, Parcell. These guys are guys that want to say, "Hey, this is my team." Not to be. This is Jerry's team. So you know, whatever coach, if you guys are out there shouting about, hey, we'd like to have Harborough, 
uh, as a cowboy coach and, uh, you know, stuff. It's it's just not – it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. It doesn't because it takes a special – a special type of coach to coach the Cowboys, first of all. And if you look at Garrett and the time that he's been on the staff, he does have the second most wins in coaching history. Granted, we know things happen with, you know, the other coaches throughout the season where personalities differed and they had to part ways. But I don't think right now is the time to make a rash decision to just clean house and change everything because you have to accept that you're in full rebuild mode and what we should be operating off is the Seattle model where we have a quarterback at a bargain right now because in a while it's going to be time to pay people and the way that Dak played the other day I don't think that he feels like he could demand a hundred million you don't want to lose Zeke and at the same time with the free agency coming for 2019 you want to try to bring someone in but this is the year that has to be proven for the quarterback, I feel, more than the coaching staff. You got a coach that was coach of the year just two seasons ago. So I believe that he's he's somewhat proven to be able to manage the team, the personalities, the owner, and the ups and downs. So I think right now everything it has to be focused in on the quarterback because the elephant in the room, even though it's two seasons removed, is always going to be what if, what could have been with Romo. And at this point, I mean, he's enjoying his life. So we can look and see that that ship has sailed definitely but it's always going to be that question what could have been what could have happened when you look back to the run that we had in 2014 the last run we had under Romo I totally agree with you I totally agree with you now saying what we have what we have is this type of offense how do we attack New York New York's no fluke this year they played a Jacksonville team very well I mean uh, they're they're a nice blue-collar type of team. It is what it is out there, and I think with uh, Beckham as one of the wideouts, now they're get, they are getting respect again at their wideout position, and that helps out Eli as well. I was very happy with our DB play this week or last week. They played very well. I, You know what? I think our linebackers have another answering uh, as well because I just didn't see Sean Lee. Uh, he was arm tackling. I mean, he, he right. made a lot. He got sucked up from the outside a couple th- He did not look good. Uh, this was our He captain. did not. He did not. He did get sucked up on a couple of uh, read options. He looked to be out of position or over-pursuing, you know, at a few times. And just as yourself, I was okay, you know, with the secondary, you know, the DBs, Byron Jones moving to play a new position this year. Um, The defensive line was incredible, you know, based on what we've seen in seasons past. You know, they're still coming together, but they definitely look good. And looking at New York, as you stated, they're no fluke. Um, Beckham. He got right back to it. He only played four games last year. Um, he had 11 catches on Sunday against a quality, uh, you know, secondary player in Jalen Ramsey. So at the same time, what kind of confused me um, in regards to Sunday as far as trying to keep those guys uh, energized, I didn't understand why they had our uh, safeties and corners also playing on special teams. Now, we signed a couple of basically bodies for special team play, I thought, right before Sunday's game, but I kept looking up and I was seeing Kayvon Frazier out there, and then I was seeing him run right back on for defense. So I'm like, I know these guys are super gassed, and as you saw, at sometimes our offense was, I mean, I'm sorry, our defense was just getting gassed due to, you know, lack of energy. But 
I do think if the defense can keep proceeding as on, if our defense can match New York's offense, then we should be able to put a game plan together that would allow us to uh, come out with the victory in this game. They don't have to do much. You know, you, you know, they don't have to go out there and put up 50 points to prove that, you know, okay, we're here, we're ready to play. They just have to go out there and play a sound football game for four quarters, get some confidence moving forward because we can't start this season out 0-2, looking for it to be better than 9-7 and last year. If this team doesn't do that, then it's very possible that it's going to end up an 8-8 eight and eight team. Wow. Wow. And you know what? I, I just don't see Philadelphia losing too many games. It's like every loss right now is so important. Everyone. That we, that we cannot afford losses on this uh, schedule. Uh, we cannot. Would you like to see Dak run more? I need Dak like the first year to spread this defense out a little bit and uh, get a little respect on that too. I absolutely do. The the two point conversion when they lined up, I knew it was only one way that they were going to get that two point conversion. Uh, was on the quarterback draw, and Dak is dangerous when he is playing that way. He can make plays mm-hmm. with his leg, even though he did miss the touchdown pass uh, to Swain up the seam. He um, got a first down on that play. He can make plays in that manner, and I would like to see him run more. I would like to see them kind of turn him loose a little bit, um, as much as he was the first season. You know, just allow him right. to. Let the offense come to him and not have to think so much. Things don't have to be complicated, you know, for this kid. He's a playmaker. He he can make plays. He's not going to stand back there and, you know, precisely pick you apart like Aaron Rodgers or, you know, Andrew Luck when he's really playing well. You know, when you look at the way he plays, the way that he's been successful, that's how he's been successful. When you don't know whether he's going to run the ball, hand it off to Zeke, or pass it. But when it's looking pretty vanilla and you see a empty backfield and you know that he's probably going to have to pass it from a shotgun, then once you go man-to-man, it does put more pressure on him, and he has to make a play instead of play the game. And when he's trying to make a play, that's when things get shaky. That's when it gets a little, you know, unsure of everything. I thought the best thing that came out of his performance – albeit mediocre on Sunday, was that he didn't throw an interception. So at least he's not turning the ball over um, that way. He did fumble, you know, towards the end of the game, as I said, when he was running into the line instead of just letting the ball go. But i definitely like to see him run more. Um, you know, they need to turn him loose and just get back to what was working. That's a good point that you just brought up because I'm thinking this too. If you're so conservative, I mean, okay, folks, I'll say this. I don't mind throwing an interception in a game. That means that you're taking a shot downfield. I, I I just I just think that that's part of the that's part of the game where you have to take a shot down there. But when you keep throwing these third down and eights and third down and fifteens and you get penalized, you're backed up. Now all of a sudden I'm seeing Dak just okay. I'm not going to get an interception, but you know what? I'm going to throw a three four yard pass to my running back here. That's not what I want to see either. That, to me, is the same concept as the interception. It definitely is. When I see a pass four yards behind the line of scrimmage to Cole Beasley, I'm wondering what's – 
what's going on? What's the what's the rhyme or reason in this play? It has anything positive, you know, supposed to come out of this. They promised us we were going to see a lot of different things, and you know, like you just said, if if you are throwing the interception, it does at least show that you're taking a shot. You're trying to get things done. Right. And even if you're going to dink and dunk, you know, three yards, five yards down the field, ending up in third and long situations is not going to work for this team. This team, the first year under Dak, you know, almost every time they stepped on the field, they scored. They led the league in time of possession that year. They extended drives. You know, they only had ten drives on Sunday and none of them looked complete. All of them looked like, hey, we're going to put this together. I hope this works. If it doesn't, then we'll go back to the sideline, and then we'll try to come back again, but it probably won't work then either. So many questions are going to be laid on the team week after week. You cut the second most accurate kicker in NFL history, and the guy that you signed, the first kick that he goes out there, he misses it, wow. and it's typical in the process. But if you look at it from afar, you say, why don't you keep that guy, Dan Bailey, and then you also sign Maher if you're that confident in him should it be the injury. So at least week after week, he could gain a confidence from being around the guy so he'd be able to get better as well. Because now the pressure for him is you've got the second most accurate kicker in NFL history cut. So what are you going to do? And if it doesn't work, that's going to be another question because along with the Dak questions and the Dez questions, you heard the Dan Bailey questions. And if the answer to any of those questions aren't going to be Ezekiel Elliott, then we're we're just headed in the wrong direction, period. Something's going to have to change. It's going to have to start with Sunday. I'm not going to put it on the coaching. It's definitely going to have to come from Dak Sunday night. Landon Collins has already said that they think their best chance to win is keeping the ball in Dak's hand. Like I said, Zeke saw a seven- or eight-man box more than 35% of the time on Sunday. So we'll see what happens. I mean that's one thing when you're when the other team is focusing on number four being Absolutely. the kryptonite or something like that. You know, I I just definitely think that uh, he has got to loosen up. He I don't care, man. Throw your interception. That right. to me, that to me is an indication that you're throwing the ball downfield. And if you're not, right. if you're gonna keep okay, so you're not throwing interception. Big goddamn deal. You're you're not throwing the ball. And that that's right. a cowboy trademark, throwing the ball 15, 20 yards downfield and ma- spreading that defense out there. And I'll tell you what, it would help out Zeke so much. It would help out your tight end play because then Absolutely. you're spreading everything out. You're leaving the middle open. That's That was uh, a Romo's uh, trademark right there. Absolutely. I'll, I'll, I'll send you guys back and I'll hit my middle guy. That's that's my tight end in the middle. Now, if you're not seeing that, I, I I don't know what to say because now we're playing an offense that's going to be read so well by the defense, such as the case this week with Giants. I mean, look, Giants, Giants can't wait. They know what the hell we got. Right. If I'm if I'm his coach, I just say, Dak, don't think, just play. 
Just go out there and play because you don't have to prove anything. You've already proved it. That 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 time has come and gone. You just need to go out and play, execute the offense. You know it. If you have confidence in it, it's going to show. We already know what the other team has set out to do. They said that they're going to put it on you. They're going to put it on your shoulders to win. He's going to have to – I wouldn't even necessarily say come up, come up super big. He just – cannot lose because each time that he does lose now the confidence is going to start to affect right him. when you looked at the jets play the other night oh, sam donald's first man. pass it was an interception but he came right back, right back and he looked like the guy that everybody was raving about at usc a couple of years ago mm. the best thing that happened to him was not getting picked so high because the pressure's there but it's only as much as he sets versus the media and everyone else expecting him to perform but he went out there and he performed. He managed the game. He immediately gained the confidence of his team. The nation was watching. People are going to at least look at them a little different now, plan a little different when they face them. And that's what we need. We don't want anyone looking forward to playing us. We we have to play the Saints this season. We have to play the Falcons this season. We don't want anyone to look forward to playing us. Everyone is is a little leery when they have to run up against Zeke. But if they're pretty much able to step to the line and figure out what's about to happen with us, like you just said, then they're going to have a field day. And a team like New York with Snacks Harrison up front, he's going to try to clog the middle. He's going to try to make things difficult for Zeke. And what they're going to have to do is just as you said, let's get everybody involved. Let's get this middle open. You, you, you kept Blake Jarwin from going to Philly a few years ago. You need to use him. You still have Swain there. He's your best blocking tight end. You need to use him. You need to make things easy for Zeke, which will ultimately make things easy for Dak. I totally agree. I totally agree. And uh, on that note, too, on that note, too, I, I, even your, even your kid's excited. I, I mean, even – She definitely is. <laughs> even your kid's out there like, well, I, I, I got to throw my two cents in there. <laughs> I, I, I really think that right now – Dak has to just – I would like to be the coach right now telling Dak, do not worry about anything. Throw the damn ball. <laughs> like uh, Keyshawn the one said, you know, I want to catch the ball. Right. Throw that damn, damn ball. ball. Get, just throw right. the ball. I don't care if you do throw an interception right now, but you need right. to loosen up back there and take command. It's, it's like I don't know if you ever golf, Travis, but – you're constantly going on the tee and you're pulling out an iron and you're not pulling out the driver to give that ball a nice shot down the middle there. You, all you're doing is you're centering the ball out 150, 175 yards, and that's not the way to go about it, man. You need to right. loosen that up and you need to get that cannon going. And what we need to see is that first year. That first right. Year. He looked so tight. He looked tight Sunday. Like It's like yes. every time he went out there – it seemed like, you know, not not that he thought he was, you know, about to lose his job, but it was like he just looked tight. He didn't look like a Dallas Cowboy quarterback. There wasn't any swagger. There wasn't any He looked look. like a backup. It was just like, yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, he looked like a backup who was giving a few plays and Parcells was saying, hey, if you go out here and you turn the ball over, I'm going to send you home in the morning. That's how he looked. I want him to go out there and be loose. Come on, let's go. Come on, guys. Get in the, I, didn't, I didn't see 
any of that. And like I said, as far as him losing the confidence, the more it happens, that defense is going to lose confidence in him because they're out there doing the job. And they're saying, hey, man, if we're holding offenses, uh, you know, we hold a high-powered offense to 10 points at home, you guys got to help us out a little bit here. And then, you know, you definitely don't want a situation happen. I know it's early in the season where fingers are getting pointed. And like I said, then you're going to have that little group of, you know, if you want to call them Romo guys or not, you know, it's going to say, hey, you know, the kid wasn't ready. We moved in the wrong direction. And then once those things start happening, you know, then everything's out of control. But hopefully he'll go out there Sunday. He'll be loose. You know, he does have a little something, you know, I, I wouldn't say to prove, but he does have a little chip on his shoulder. Hopefully that'll be a master motivator. He'll go out there. He'll put a game together that the fans can be proud of, that he could be confident in, and give him a little confidence because he's got Seattle, I believe, week three. Mm. So what do you expect? What, what, what do you see for this giant game? Uh, man, I'm going to be totally honest with you. That's I, what I want. I see us I see us with a high dose. The only way we're going to get out of here is with a high dose of Zeke. Uh, I hope he's ready to touch the ball a whole lot more than last Sunday. I'm looking for at least a 100-yard game plus from him. Um, I expect the DBs and the uh, safeties to play just as well as they did on Sunday, um, maybe with a little more uh, – a little more – I'll just say a little more swag but I, be, because of the rivalry with New York. But for Dak, what I just need him to do is show up, put, put his best game out there. Like you said, don't think about nothing. Don't worry about nothing. Go out there, play the game you can play, and I think we can get it done. Now, we are going to have a big task to take with Barkley on the other side of the ball. Great rookie. Uh, Beckham showed that he was back and ready to play. And the tight end, Evan Ingram, you know, Mm-hmm. He's a big kid out there, reminds me of an old Jay Novacek or Witten. And the one thing that I think we're going to have to do is try to contain those guys and keep their confidence down. If we can do that, I see us coming out with a victory, probably tight, but, you know, maybe 20-17. to 20-17. That's a tight ball game. Tight ball game, and I'm glad you got us at 20. because uh, Absolutely. I, I, see, I see us like uh, me. I, I'm, I'm seeing like a 15-8. to eight or nine type of game. I, I just think yeah. our, our defense is going to keep us in this game as long yeah. as they can. But, man, oh, man, it's like whenever our defense is out there, it's like a 15-round fight with these guys. It, Absolutely. They are just uh, – they are doing everything to get the ball back. But you can't deck. You can't go three and out. That's going to wear you guys down, man. It's going to wear our guys down. And especially – I don't care how bad – Eli has become, but Eli still knows how to win, and Eli knows how to get the job done. And yes, if, if the opportunity pops up like that late in the fourth quarter, I think they may they they may find a way of backdooring us here. So uh, I we played I don't wanna... games against them where they've done that. Where yeah. they, you know, where they've scored fast, where we thought we had them out of the way. You know, so it's never a given with them. The only thing I want is you know execution. I want them to compete. Look like you want to play. Look like you want to be there. Show some sense of urgency and win the damn ball game. I love it. I love it, Travis. And I tell you what, man, you gave me a little bit of confidence in Dak that I haven't had all week, and I've been posting a lot of stuff on. Uh, Cowboys podcast that I'm not too happy with Dak right now, and I hope to God that he just uh, it just hit me, man. Loosen up, loosen up. I don't care if you throw an interception. What's an interception to me besides a, a fourth down punt 
40-yard right. punt. I mean, it's the same concept. Same thing. Same, same thing. thing. At least if you're throwing an interception, you're trying to take a shot downfield, and that's all, that's all we're asking. Spread that right. defense out, even if it's not going to happen. You spread it out, and now you give Zeke an opportunity to get through these holes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, my man. Thank you so much, Travis. Thank you. I appreciate so much. it, brother. And, uh, I I, I got to have you on though all year, man. Whenever uh, whenever uh, I'm feeling that I, I need you on this show. Yeah, you're you're absolutely. Man. I'm ready. I'm all ready, right, man. Brother. Thank you, guys. All right, take care, man. All right. Uh huh. All right. That was Travis Johnson, my friends, and I. I think Travis uh, said it true, man. I mean, uh, this is this is what it is, and uh, and I think uh, he opened up uh, I and me on uh, just the fact that. Uh, we got to spread this ball out, and I don't care now. I don't care. Throw the interception if, if that's what it takes. But at least we're going to take a shot downfield. We have to. There's no such thing as one play, not one play, went for 20 yards. We, we can't have that. We're all Cowboy fans here. We know better. We know our tradition. We know how to win. And uh, for anyone, you know, for for you guys out there saying, well, you know what, if you're not for us, beat it. No, that's not the way it works. We've spent a lot of years yelling with joy and with sadness, and I, I just, you can't get rid of me. You can't get rid of me because I criticize. And I don't want any one of you out there leaving the camp because someone's saying, well, if you're not for forget that. You're a Cowboy fan. You're going to stick with us, and we're going to make this uh, – right this year, whatever it takes, but it starts off this week against Sunday. And uh, let's see. Let's see what uh, – you know what? I I had it in front of me, the predictions of Steve-O and uh, Rodney. I don't have I don't have my phone with me because they did send that, that my way. But I think that they're looking at a real tight game, a, a closer game on the low side too. So that's what we got. And I, I tend to agree. I'm looking at a 16, a 15 or 16 – to eight or nine, I, just the same score as last week. I I hope to God I'm wrong, and I hope the Cowboys come out and uh, just start putting it downfield and big number like a 30. I love to see a 30. If we score 30, that's a lot of confidence on deck again. And as, as our for, our kicker, our new kicker, hey man, just kick it straight, kick it straight, and uh, all this. Uh, uh, we're sorry that you're the one that uh, we're attacking because we love Bailey. That was our guy, and when uh, when our man took Bailey away from us, you know, you had to be uh, the guinea pig, and we we're, we apologize for that. But you're a kicker now. You got to make these damn kicks because well, we love Bailey. All right, bottom line. All right, my friends, that's our show for this week. Thank you so much, Travis, for uh, being part of the show here. You know what, Travis is great. Travis is great, and uh, he always gives his insight. And I always listen to the guy. He's uh, he knows what he's talking about. Hey, I'm going to replace Steve and Rodney with Travis. How about that? I can't wait to hear from them what they got to think about that. And uh, once again, a big shout out to our folks in Carolina area there with uh, that damn hurricane coming in. Uh, stay safe, stay healthy. We love you folks out there. Amy Smith, thank you for being a big fan of the show. And uh, again, again, whatever we can do, we'll we'll do to help you guys out. From uh our imaginary Steve-O, Rodney, Travis, Brian, and myself here. Take care. We'll see you next week.
Tune in next week for another edition of the Cowboys Podcast on lineupmedia.fm. Subscribe to the show now at cowboyspodcast.com on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, and all major podcast outlets. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.